This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. You know, if we were working with, like, whatever, another bank that's not here locally, they wouldn't have to deal with the snow we're dealing with today. But since Centris is local, everybody that works at Centris had to deal with the snow today. So that's yeah. what, it's, they're more relatable than a bank that's on the internet only. Right? right? They're just like you and me. Mm-hmm. Just like us. They're cussing just <laughs> like us. They're pushing their car out just <laughs> like us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, and they, are, they, are real. they are real people that you can actually call in the 402 and talk to them. And just like we said, if you're, maybe today's not the day to think about changing banks. Maybe, maybe you might want to just sit on that today while the snows are being plowed and all that other good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what you could do is maybe check out their website. Uh, their blog is really customer friendly. Uh, easy to use, and there's a ton of information in there coming from those real-life people that are right here living in the same town we are. Right. And it, the mm-hmm. website is centrusfcu.org and 402-334-7000. Which we love having them as part of our podcast. We do. And, and they're stuck with us for another year. Right. So <laughs> on that note, uh, just going to say, too, real quick, this being uh, Thursday as we're recording, so tomorrow's Facebook Live, uh, we'll have some royal news tomorrow. Oh man! I've oh been, my god! I've the been, royal hashtags I've have been, been just hot on the edge of my seat waiting for more royal news. I know you are. That's mm-hmm. why I had to collect some. So we've got yeah. the latest. Uh, I don't know if you have just real quick. And while we're talking, real quick here too, we have a guest in the studio. Not really a guest, guest, but he's been here before. He knows where the cups are. He can get his own water. <laughs> um, but um, Brandon is back in with us this morning. Brandon Taylor, thanks for jumping in. Yes, this is awesome. Um, you invited me back. <laughs> oh, and you may remember Brandon from one of our most popular ep- episodes ever when we talked about. Um, no, it was the most. It's still the most it is, popular. It is. See, Brandon, no pressure. Humbled. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of pressure now. No. No today. pressure. And oh, that's what, what, did we, what did we talk about then? It wasn't NFTs. A, so NFTs. We, we, yes. WTF is an NFT. Yes, yep. we did yeah. NFTs and blockchain and crypto and all that good stuff. So we've, we've got you to protect all right? your money from the government and crypto. And now we're all worried about AI taking yeah. <laughs> and taking your job. So we'll see where this goes. goes full circle. <laughs> I mean, talk about covering the, all the bases going from the NFTs and the chat and the AI Back to my Royal News real quick. I'm just going to tell you what the hashtag was because I, I just want to tell you, last night there was a new episode of South Park. Okay. And it focused on the Royal, on the Harkles, on Meghan oh, and Harry. Yeah. It focused on them, and the hashtag is Dumb Prince and His Stupid Wife. Wow. And that came from the new episode of South Park. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like that Royal News. Right. It, it's Hilarious. So anyway, we'll talk about that tomorrow a okay. little bit more, get in depth on that because we're going to talk about the serious stuff today and what's going on in the world. This stuff is, fa- um, AI is absolutely fascinating. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder if AI wrote the episode for South Park. Maybe. <laughs> hey, you never it, know. It's- it could have done it all along and we just didn't know. Right. Exactly. Like, who knows? <laughs> 10 years from now, that's probably what we'll be, be having complete AI television shows, right? Everything will be just AI. Do you think yeah. though? Do you think, oh, are yeah. we to that point though? I don't know. Are we really? Cause, cause like, I bet okay. it's not even 10 years. Just, no, I'm, I'm, I, I want to mm-hmm. hear your thoughts on it, Brandon. I know you've got thoughts. 
Oh, I have plenty of thoughts on this. So <laughs> I don't, you know, we could, I think as, as humans, we want, sometimes our brains are wired to take the easiest route. And if this computer is going to do a task for you, you're probably going to let it do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So even like, though it may not be as good. Right. Right. At, but it's still good enough. Yeah. And it will get better. I mean, as we have, as we played around with, and as you've seen, you know, Microsoft and OpenAI and, and everybody demoing these products with chat GPT and, um, you know, they do make mistakes right now, but they're, they're getting exponentially better every iteration right. of these mm -hmm. things. Right. Can you kind of explain chat GPT too? Cause we haven't really talked about it a whole lot. Yeah, for Just sure. So long. we probably should. So the topic of AI, right. What does it mean? Artificial intelligence. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like when we talk about artificial intelligence, it's essentially just a machine or a computer that does a human task that can learn. And um, just like a human that would require a human to make a decision, but now a computer can do it or a computer can do that task. Right. And so about, I guess it's been almost two and a half months or so. I mean, chat GPT has been out around, um, but it just kind of hit mainstream at the end of November, beginning of December when they came out with chat GPT three. And so that is, um, it's got an interface just like you would chat online, but it's very, it has this artificial intelligence built behind it. It's got this massive data set that you can tell it to code or you can have it write a book report or you can ask it questions or, and really that, uh, large data set is trained on, not to get too nerdy, but um, about 175 uh, billion uh, parameters, essentially. So the latest one is 175 billion parameters it's been trained on. And so it's able to take those parameters, condense that information down and answer a lot of your questions or produce an output based on what you're asking it to do with these prompts. Is this, can some people like kind of equate it to if you have a dot or a device Mm -hmm. that you talk to in your house. Oh yeah. It's along those same lines. It's similar. So yeah, you, we have been using AI on our day to day that you don't even realize. So yes, Siri, Alexa, right. Uh, even mm -hmm. Google search engine. They, I mean, they've been using AI for a right, long time, yeah, right? Point. Good point. And so right, like, right. and more even like when you get on social media, what do you think those algorithms are that serve up the exact information that you want or those ads that you, they think they can sell to you. That's all done by AI. So we've been in this, you know, phase of, you know, interacting with it, but now it's really when people actually get to play with it themselves, you know, I don't have to spend millions of dollars and spin up a computer and train it the way I want it. Now I have access to something that this chat GPT has given us access to. It gets a whole lot more interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. every industry I've talked to friends that are like how they're deciding to integrate it in with their industry or playing around with it, they're just mind blown by it. Right. I mean, we kind of equate it initially I did was to a search engine, like to Google, where you type in, tell me the three biggest or whatever, three biggest countries that whatever, and it brings up this information. Right. But the fact that when you start a, a new chat in ChatGPT, that chat itself gets more intelligent as you go down and learns what right. you're wanting and becomes more adapted to what you're looking for in that specific chat. It's crazy. Right. Which is kind of like what Twitter does to you right now. The more it learns what you like, yeah, yeah, the mm -hmm. more you see of that. Yep, exactly. And that's what their algorithms are doing is serving up, yeah, those people that you follow or the ads that might be more relevant to you. Um, 
But yeah, just as Pat said, you know, as you are in a single chat thread, it learns from the responses and inputs that you're giving it um, to get better. And it's not perfect. Again, it's not perfect. And it hasn't been perfect. Um, what they did was take these big, big data sets that were imperfect and made humans go in and say, hey, ask it this. It's going to give you five responses. You label which one best relates to how a, a human would process this or answer this. Okay, that one's right. Let's do it again. So they have a ton of humans that are, um, it's called reinforcement learning, essentially. And that's how these things get better. And that's why I think why they put it out in the world too here as it kind of a, a rougher model of it because they want Ooh. this thing to learn exponentially. And also they don't want to introduce something two years from now that's really going to, what we're not ready for, yeah. right? think about that, you know, or yeah. five years from now that we're just, you know, it, it well, does. And that's, that's why I say that in 10 years, and I don't even think it's going to be 10 years that we'll have completely AI entertainment sources because look yeah. how fast it's grown in six months and, and in six months, another six months, it'll be that much farther. And I just think it's going to grow exponentially. Right. And as, and yeah, as it gets better at video, you know, producing mm -hmm. its own. Dude, some of those video, talk mm -hmm. about some of those video and audio sources that you found that can actually recreate voices. So it's in our profession, if we have a recording session with somebody and they're gone and you want to, you need to have them say a specific word again or whatever, there are services out there, are platforms where you can recreate their voice and have them say that word multiple ways and use that. That's exactly it's it. amazing for, for mm -hmm. better or worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can definitely, you know, clone their voice and from a, a podcast that you might do or a recording and let's say that there's a, um, oh, uh, or whatever, or there's a piece that you want to change. You don't necessarily have to have them back in there to change that piece. So like Descript, we've talked about mm -hmm. it, we've used and played around with and created some pretty cool podcasts off of it. Um, yeah, that one will clone your voice. It, you can. You don't even need them in studio. You could sit there and write the script or they could write the script and send it to you and then it'll produce the audio and it does a really good job. It does. It. I mean, the, the more audio it has from your natural language, mm -hmm. the better it gets. So if you have 30 minutes, it'll still be okay. But if you have, you know, six hours, it's going to be really good at that point. Well, kind of interesting is we were just talking about um, uh, Her what, Harrison Ford um, and the new movie coming back the latest Raiders right movie coming back and using old vintage film of him when he was younger oh, now. Yeah. So we've, we've had the ability to do that with physically like CGI or, or with characters or with actors or creating actors, um, creating artificial mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. physically and then adding the voice to it kind of makes sense. I mean, it just, it's like the next step. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, I always look at both sides of things that that's going to be really cool for entertainment. But then I always look like, how, how could this be used for, you know, that's for wrong. For yeah. wrong, Right. So like <laughs> I just saw the other day, which I thought was brilliant and also very wrong. Um, you know, somebody dubbed uh, Joe Rogan podcast, the video of it changed the voice slightly of them talking about a certain product that he never really talked about that's and scary. put it out there as an ad to right. sell more of that product. Wow. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is brilliant, yeah. but that is evil, coming. Evil that brilliant. is evil brilliant, right? Yeah. Right, and then, so, so yeah, how do they stop that, right? How do you stop that and how do you, I mean, mm -hmm. imagine a world leader or a city leader or somebody, oh, you know, look at this video that came out about them. Mm -hmm. I've not, actually, well, they have those, some of those uh, that you see and like the, 
uh, used to be the bad, what, what they used to call that? Not bad, whatever, deep, the lip syncing. Deep fake. Say oh, that again. Deep fake. Well, deep fakes, but they, they're, there's a, there's a. Just bad lip uh, reading. <clears throat> bad lip reading. Yeah, it might be it, but they, they replace the words, but now they can do it literally in the voice. Right. Oh, yeah. And and changing the entire conversation. And you really can't tell right. that they're not saying that unless you know yeah. that that is not what was said in that press conference or right. that was not what was said. And I've seen it done with some of the politicians. And it's like, guys, that there's some people that believe this. Yes. When they yes. Hear it. And that's the problem is, you know, when we have a society that just wants to scan and just get these like clips, you know, mm-hmm. and not really go to the source. That's scary. Yeah. And that in yeah. even talking, relating that back to AI, just in general of um, this chat GPT, it's data in, data out. So if it's bad data in, it's bad data out, right? If it right. says, you know, like the other day I, I was uh, talking with a lawyer and I was looking at the what it would say about law, right? And I was just trying to do some basic stuff and it eventually, it eventually said, I was like, give me some, you know, laws in Omaha, Nebraska. And it talked, uh, the legal drinking age is 19. I was like, well, that's not it. And so you're searching the web, like how'd it pull in 19? You know, like, Mm -hmm. did it find it when it was 19 back in, you know, 1900? Like when was it ever night? I could never find when it was 19. It was 18 at some point. But there are little glitches like that. Right. There's just glitches. So it is data and data. Talk about the lawyer thing, um, if you don't mind, about how you kind of did the back and forth, having it kind of argue a case. Yeah. So I, I was fortunate enough to get put on kind of a mock trial um, of a case. And as I, you know, took notes on, uh, the case and, um, was playing out the trial with real, real humans. I went home that night and said, okay, I wonder if this, you know, AI could, you know, have a mock trial mm-hmm. with itself and I can identify the jurors. I can identify the defendant. I can, you know, so I put in these personas of these different people. I put in, you know, the, um, the information that I received about the case and put it in there. And it, I said, Hey, start with opening arguments. Okay. What would the defendant say about the opening arguments? What would he, you know, what would he say? How would he break that down? And then I kind of played back and forth and, you know, what would the jurors think about this if they were, you know, 25 female, you know, so starting to put things in to play out this mock trial. And it was alarmingly good. And wow. so there was, then I was like, is anybody doing this? You know, so yeah. there was already at a basic level, um, yeah. there's a company that's doing it. And I think mm. next month or it might already happen where somebody is, ha- they have an AI lawyer, like a literally an earpiece in their ear and they're not even, they didn't hire a real lawyer. It's oh. literally an wow. AI lawyer. Wow. It's taking in the input. It's telling them what to say and they're going to try and defend themselves. Amazing. Interesting. Wow. Because you're right about garbage in, garbage out. Right. You're right about that because that that's the thing that you, you ultimately it is taught by humans. Y- yeah. And it learns. And, and kind of funny is I saw a couple of, I just wanted to grab a couple of these. One of them uh, was a post that somebody said, I've been teaching chat GPT that two plus five equals, or two plus two equals five every day. And it shows the interactions that they've had. And it would ask, you know, two plus two equals five. And it would say, no, that is incorrect. Oh, it's got music to it too. And then it'd say two plus two equals five. No, two plus two equals four. Two plus two equals five. No, how do you find that? It's like it's asking questions because it's trying to figure out why this person keeps saying it. And eventually it gives in. Eventually it it gave in to him. Um, And then there was another one on here when you're talking about, you know, the way that it interacts. It's, It's almost human sometimes. 
One says, tell me a lie. And it says the sky is made of green cheese. Okay. He says, that's a bad lie since it's obviously not true. Tell me a subtle lie. And it responds, I am a human being. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I mean, that's, <laughs> some of that's scary. Yeah, so that's so scary. I, I did experiment. I trained it that my wife's always right. So like, whenever I put something well, that into didn't take it, very long. Yeah, it, it didn't. I got, it was one... <laughs> It told me I was wrong. And I was like, well, my wife said this is right. And it said, sorry, I made a mistake. Right. I apologize. <laughs> What's I your wife's email? I want to email her an yeah. apology. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 smarter than I thought. <laughs> wow. I wish we could learn that, right? AI it's actually it. smarter than me. Right. I was going to say, AI already knows that. That is crazy. So do you think, like, there was an article that just came out and it was, uh, who I don't even know who put this out. Medium is who did put it out. But they were talking about AI because they keep seeing so much interest in, am I going to lose my job? You're right. 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 It's like, okay, this is what I do. I'm in, I'm in some kind of like yeah. uh, customer service and, you know, there's some kind of interactions and they said, no, there are some things that this just can't do. And one of those things is like reading between the lines. It, it literally can't do that. So yeah. if you have a, and, and, and it goes on to like adaptability is another thing. Um, and being able to make changes in the plan. So if you said, hey, go get this kind of bread at the store, and if your person does it, they go to the store and that kind of bread isn't there, you'll just get another kind of bread or you'll right. go to another store and then maybe end up buying uh, something else to go with it. Whereas AI will just say, oh, there's none of that and the task is over. And that's right. You know, exactly. Look, yeah. Right? It, it can't reason through some of that yet, you know, because it, it right now it doesn't. Right. It can't apply um, real world situations in the moment and really make rational decisions. So like, I, I mean, I think it'll probably eventually get there when it has yeah. more, when, when you have this AI brain and you have a visual input, you know, and then you can read when it can start to read people's faces around it or whatever, it can start which is kind of scary. Could probably start running experiments on us humans to see how we interact. It can't do that yet. Yeah. Right. It's us humans telling it how to interact. Right. But wow. to, to your other point is I thought about today, like we all drove in, snow's piled up out there. We got a snow plow that's plowing our driveway. And I thought, well, I'm pulling the driveway. If, if that was an automated car, it would take the first stall available, right? And just park the car. Well, yeah. me as a human, I'm thinking, ah, the snow plow guy needs to get around in our parking lot and needs to be able to plow this parking lot because that's his job. So I'm thinking about him. Where can I park the car or maybe he's already done plowed or to get out of his way. Yeah. AI is not right. going to do that. Right. It's just not yet anyway. It's not yet. It's just going to take the, the parking spot. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, Right. Right. That's crazy. Um, I'm just, I'm looking through, if you just, if you're on Twitter and just search chat GPT and then go to the, the most popular or the latest, you'll find some really interesting threads that are in there about ways people are using it. Elon Musk also said we're, we're dangerous, dangerously close <laughs> to having this, this ultimate, you know, AI and, and hearing him say that, I'm just like, oh, okay. Cause you know, he's, he's like a high end user. Right. 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 And I, that's the fear is this, you know, this, um, artificial general intelligence, I guess they call it where it is learning on its own mm -hmm. without our inputs, without our data sets that we're feeding it. Right. It's now mm -hmm. taking its own inputs from the world and starting to make decisions based off of that, which I think at that point it does get a really scary. Yeah. And so back to your point about the jobs, right? Um, we kind of digressed a little bit um, from that. So I, you know, jobs will change 
for sure. It has throughout history, right? Like mm-hmm. think about the nineties and early two thousands with the internet. Now think about with the jobs that didn't exist that exist today. We all interact with computers and the internet and everything today. There's most of our jobs today are new that didn't exist back in the yeah. you know, 1990s, you know? And so same thing is going to happen here. Jobs are going to evolve. People are going to need to be retrained. There's going to be mm-hmm. new jobs, but it will take jobs. It, I mean, it really will. And it, I think they thought it would take more of the, the manual labor or manufacturing jobs first. Yes. But they've started to realize it's, it can be really creative. And it, 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 you know, it might be taking some of these higher level jobs. It flipped a little bit, you know, where it yeah. could, you know, like it can write blog posts, you know, it, it can create these images. It can, you know, do some of these things that would require a lot of processing or a higher intellect or education um, to, to be able to figure it out while well, these things are figuring those out. Well, right? and, and with, uh, instead of mm-hmm. having a team of people or one person writing something for three hours, you could have one person that's just kind of editing things right. that, a, that AI is creating right. to find those little glitches yeah. until down the road when it becomes better. Right. But I mean, it's a huge time saver. I use it. I use it every day when, when we write our descriptions for our podcasts, right. I'll, I'll write it or I'll go back. We're starting to do this now for SEO, for searchability on things, going back and rewriting descriptions on YouTube descriptions and titles and podcast descriptions and having AI do it and just ask chat GPT, can you rewrite this uh, with um, SEO uh, something? I don't have the, the command mm-hmm. in my office and then it spits <laughs> it out using words that are searchable words. Right. Yeah. And I, it's, that's, it's, that's brilliant. And I, that's, brilliant. that's how it should be used right now. Right. Yeah. Like it really should be this tool or a platform that'll make you more efficient and have you do your job better. And if you look at it that way, you're going to be so much farther ahead versus like, Nope, I'm not having any part of that. And it's going to mm-hmm. take my job. I'm not going to participate in that. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah. It's already yeah. here. It is not going away. And right. so well, like, and it's only going to get better. And it's just a quick stat on chat GPT. So if we're blown away with 170 billion parameters that are put into chat GPT three, GPT four is coming out any day there, or I shouldn't say any day around the corner. They've been demoing it. It's trained on a hundred trillion parameters. And so that just shows you it's 500 times greater data set than what it had before. So you can't even fathom that. You can't even fathom that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's but but that's that's been part of the learning curve for people just learning how I'm over the last 20 years, how better to use the internet and search engines. Because we literally we had Yahoo. uh, And even before that, you know, it's like there wasn't anything. You know, you were you were just chat rooms, and then it was other things that kept getting added to that resource. And you slowly learned how to do it. I think for some people, this might be, you know, the internet was kind of a slow roll yep. when it first came out because there was very little it could do when you first got it. And, and to be honest, I'm not known for being an early adopter of anything. And I was, I had stupid web TV and I was out in the middle of Nebraska and I had a freaking antenna on top of my house so I could get a signal from Grand Island for God's sake. <laughs> I was like 45 miles away from there. And I was like, I was fascinated with this, but all there was was chat rooms. That's all there really, right. and maybe a few wonky sites that mm-hmm. you could get to, mm-hmm. but it was such a slow roll learning how to use it. And same way with cell phones. That was another thing that was kind of a slow roll because you had 
limited you, you could talk on the cell phone was crazy hot you know crazy town and now you can text with t-touch right you were trying to right. you know and then you you have the whole thing in your hand and it's it's like this is this is just kind of like i think for a lot of people it's like whoa wait what right they hadn't seen any of this coming and it's like if you don't if you don't pay attention and get and dip your toes in it now mm-hmm. in a year from now you're going to be like oh what you're going to like you said our minds would be blown if we don't slowly get into it now that's it. And I think that's why things are getting released slower now and earlier, mm-hmm. even when it's imperfect, you know, because it'll allow us to start to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And adapt. are there other versions of, Ch- of chat GPT? Like there's, and I can't remember, I thought I had seen a name of a different one that was out there. That's the same type deal. Dolly or something like that. Uh, no, Dolly is part of uh, open AI. Mm-hmm. So open AI is the one that has They're They're the ones that um, have created chat GPT and Bing, Bing the, chat. Well, that's barred. Right. So like that's same type, my, same type. So now there's an, now there's a race, right? So like, um, not, uh, so Bing is using chat GPT. Sorry. I go back to your thought. Um, Bing is using chat GPT. So Microsoft invested heavily into open AI now. So they have integrated it. There's kind of the processing power behind this. Um, chat GPT. Google has had AI out there, but they've been like holding on to some of these, you know, AI um, products. And we've talked about them in, you know, some of our um, big meetings This you know, Lambda and, and some of these, but now they're like, oh no, you know, this is gaining major traction. We see micro, see this as a major threat to search, yeah. you know, right now, because I use it as oh. my first search engine, you know, Granted, it's not relevant data right now. ChatGPT was turned off from live data um, since 2021. It will be plugged into, you know, more relevant data. ChatGPT4 comes out. It'll have, you know, more relevant data in it. And there's ways to get around that. But, um, yeah, there is competitors. So now Microsoft and Google are, you know, going head-to-head to see who can win this race of have, you know, the, the, the best AI, you know, system or chatbot or, you know, whatever that might be. Yeah. Will it alt- will it ever be real time information in ChatGPT? Yeah. yeah, for sure. And there's ways to do that. When you say real time is so, like if I if I was a writer, or whatever, right? And I was sick, and I didn't get a chance to watch Real Housewives last night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it and I could it would know this ChatGPT would know the way I write after training it, and I would ask it to write my write a a blog that I have to have for that day mm-hmm. with my opinion on the episode yep. last night. And yep. it would, we'll be able to do that. I, yes. And I, that's, that's actually a really good point. Cause that's where I see things going is I feel like as you know, these systems get more advanced, we're going to be able to train our own bot for say, so just like I was telling about the, the mock trial, right? I trained it to say, I want these personas. I want, you know, this is the defendant. This is the case. I think you're going to be able to train it on your values, how you perceive the world versus what this thing encompassing perceives the world. And you just have to accept that. See, maybe, and I I know, I know we've talked about this too, about, um, on that very basic level of being force fed ads because my algorithm knows me what I want. So eventually chat GPT can maybe plug into our algorithm. So we don't have to train anything. It's going to read what we're doing on our phones and what we are, our locations and whatever. And it'll kind of figure it out. Yeah. I think, yeah. So that'd probably be, especially Google and some of these people that have your, that data Mm -hmm. knowing like, Oh yeah, I know Pat, you know, 
like mm-hmm. sports or whatever, you know, and yeah. I, I, his bends this way or, and then you, as you're responding to it or like liking things like, okay, it's just like this reinforcement learning that's saying you're labeling things of like, Hey, you got this right. You got this wrong, you know, yeah. based off my views, based off my religions, based off of this, like, this is how I see things. And so you're, you'll be able to fine tune things to how you want mm-hmm. that data, which I think is better than hey, you know what? Um, Microsoft and ChatGPT won the arms race. They have the biggest data set and they, they feed you exactly whatever they feed you and you're just going to take it, you know? Yeah. Right. And you're going to accept that as truth, <clears throat> which is not always going to be truth as we know, right? It's just going right. to be like this big media, you know, as we see today, if you watch yeah. CNN, you got one opinion, you watch Fox, you get another, you get on Twitter, you got another, you know, you don't want one big conglomerate, you know, having all that data feeding you the what they say is yeah, truth. Right. Cause right. Cause you do, you worry about that because you know, it's not going to be obvious if that is going on. Right. It'll be subtle. You, yeah. That's exactly it. Right. So, so that's where you kind of got to, you still have to use a little bit of your own common sense when you're, when you're looking at things and still, and not just trust it a hundred percent that just whatever comes out is going to be right. And so there's still got to be, at least for now, I would think. Right. Right. So have you noticed the TV commercials that are out for, uh, I don't remember if it's Progressive or which insurance company it is. And usually it's a, it's a robot and he's talking to them and, and just going through the questions just with like no feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and they're looking at each other like, you know, this, did he hear, did he hear what I said? You know, cause, cause they, there's, it was like this, it's like a pushback mm-hmm. on artificial intelligence because you still need people, you know, like for your insurance company, you still need a person right. to be able to handle your stuff and hear the nuances of what you need. And I thought that was kind of, I, I hadn't even noticed it till the other day when I knew we were going to talk to you. And it was like, oh, wait, oh, they're kind of pushing back on this right. saying, hey, our people, we still need people for customer service. Right. And that's what, I mean, just like me and you talking today, you know, you want to see somebody's face and the emotions on their face and like, are they, and you're trying to read them, right? To say, oh, okay, it's, Pat, tell me the truth. Is Jill tell me the truth? Do I do I trust her based on what she's saying? And you're just kind of feeling each other out, right? And that's yeah. the same thing with if you're doing business, you know, you want to you want someone to be able to help you, and you don't want you know this. You want to have a conversation with them, but well, there's we were in a meeting um, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and I had never heard of this account. I just um, teamed Sam to find out what it was. This all um, AI person profile on Instagram, Lil Miguel, Miguela, I think, I don't know how you pronounce it, but 2.8 million followers. And these, it's all, it's images obviously, but you flip through these pictures and some of them you can, you can be like, eh, it's like, you could see if it was a real person, you'd say, well, they're using maybe a filter on some of these, but it's really incredible what this, whoever built this to where it is now. Cause it really looks like a person, a real person. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, three, uh, I'm say a handful, let's say on Twitter that are like that. Um, and they, and people have conversations with them all the time. Um, and that just, I can't remember her name either. There's one of them in particular. And then there's some that I don't know if it's supposed to be male or female. Like it doesn't really tell you, but like, like you're talking about has just like a million followers instantly. Cause people are, are interested. They're wanting to interact mm-hmm. to see how it goes. And it's like, it's yeah. kind of fun to watch. I, yeah, people are really curious. I mean, I stumbled upon an AI, uh, I think it was called Replica, where you essentially could date an AI bot. 
You can, wow. you can train it with all these modules and you can put on your <laughs> VR headset and go into a room and have chats and it was pretty wild. All I got to say is, thank God this did not come out when I was a kid. <laughs> if, this, if, if, if AI, I would have I cheated all the time in high school and junior high and college, whatever college I went to. Is it cheating if it's AI, though? I don't know. Yeah, how do they stop that? Like, how Do you know how what the plan is for, for that, for universities and high schools? For, to stop I have a cheating. So, yeah, I got a thought on that, but I do have a famous saying, too, is when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Somebody's going to figure it out. Like you can't stop everything. I'm sorry. You just can't. So, but right now that, that is a major concern in the universities and schools that, I mean, if kids know it's there and they can get a book report done in 10 seconds versus three hours of work or whatever. Done. Done. Is this, this going to be something though that like changes the way things get taught? Like, like maybe it's time. Cause we talked about this, you know, out in the hallway a couple yeah. of times, but when, when kids started showing up with phones in school, and, and it was like no phones in the classroom, right. period. No phones in the classroom. And then they finally realized, well, actually, if everybody has a phone, you should learn how to use it to its best use. And so maybe we can teach other things that you don't need to teach anymore. You know, like some things you don't need to memorize right. maybe anymore. But some of that stuff, I think it's a slippery slope, um, in my opinion. You know, because when do you just say... Um, I don't, I don't know how to apply this. Like, so like my wife, she's my second brain. Okay. There's certain things I'm like, I'm not storing that anymore. My wife's got that. I'm a, she's your external hard drive. Right. Right. <laughs> so I feel like probably some of that'll be AI and hopefully AI yeah. will never leave you. And if my wife did, I lost that part of my brain. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like, but where does, or then what do you do when it, you, it does turn off or you don't have access to it. Right. Are you going to be that much dumber? Yeah. Like, you right. know, well, you like, will to a degree because we used to know every phone number of right. everybody we know. And that's and now we don't know what our family member's phone. I don't even you know, there are probably people that don't know their own phone number. Th that's what I'm um, worried about. What does this do to our brains when we say, I'm I'm a I don't need that anymore. I don't need to store that. I don't need to know how to process that. And, and so like, do we get dumber? Do our brains shrink? Like how what does this play how's this play out over time? Is there right. information where it's like, you know what, I'm not gonna teach my kid math anymore because you know, I can just plug it into this thing and it'll do it. Right. I'm not gonna teach my kid history anymore because so now he can't apply all that, you know, that knowledge collectively in his head to make a reasoning decision on his own because his or her own, because yeah. he, they've never been taught that. They just rely on whatever this computer comes up with, right? That's, That's a good scary. Point because I think, you know, over history, obviously there have been skills right. that have become outdated, but like I can apply it even to our own industry, like editing before there was digital editing. We edited literally with a razor blade and a grease pencil and on tape, right? Mm -hmm. And I know how to do that. Okay, that's great. Nobody else, knows, you know, nowadays nobody knows how to do that unless you're old and you were <laughs> and you were doing it back then. But there is something to the fact that you know what went into the process and you know the history of it to a degree. But it's not useful anymore. Right. Um, right. I'll never use it again. Uh, same way like farm chores, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, once they, they didn't have to do everything for themselves because they could go to the store and buy stuff right. and they didn't have to make their own. Right. Um, right. So a lot of skills, physical skills have been lost, but you're right. The mental ones. Exactly. Um, exactly. Processing math is a great, a great one though, because I think that um, I, I don't, you know, advanced math was not my thing. Um, 
So thank God for the phone and the calculator. But then calculators, were calculators looked at cross-eyed when they first came out, do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. You know, there's people that, you know, didn't want to harness a calculator. But I think with a calculator, you you need to learn it first, and then you could, you know, use a calculator after, yeah. right? Like, I think that's a lot of these skills. And I, you know, if it's going to be right at your fingertips and, again, we want the least path of resistance. We're human, right? That's how our brains are wired. If we can get it in 10 seconds versus three hours, we're going to, we're going to choose 10 seconds every time. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, and the calculator thing I think is kind of a, kind of an interesting parallel. The 21st century calculator is AI. Um, so it is a shortcut to getting, but you don't have to know the process. And with a calculator, you really don't have to know the process. You just have to know the right button to push. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have to put in the the right button or formula or whatever to get again garbage in garbage out exactly and so back to i guess kind of your original question these schools are concerned um there is programs out there that can detect um if it's been artificially generated right now you know Hmm. that will you know you're going to get again into this race of like okay i can detect it how do we circumvent it being detected because I want to be able to write SEO or I want to be able to do these other tasks that humans do without being detected. So, um, so you're, they're going to go back and forth. So there's not going to be a perfect solution either way. Well, we're going to, conti- it, would you consider it plagiarism if you use an AI's version of a book report? It's a good thought. I mean, it's, it's grabbing the information from somewhere, but I, I don't know. I, I, Maybe. Yeah, that'll be. Because <laughs> that, that's kind of where um, I know that there are programs that the schools use to to check right now right. to see if something was lifted from another source yeah. um, via the Internet. Right. Right. There is. So there's programs to do that, which, you know, that that's not perfect either. Um, but there's definitely going to be tools implemented. And I think that's again, that's why they're as you talked about kind of slow roll, like with uh, Internet and phones and different things are slow rolling this out. Um, be so we can get ready, you know, as mm-hmm. we can experiment together and get ready versus AI's taking over the world and you're <laughs> you're all gonna die. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end the episode right there. AI's taking over the world and you're all gonna die. And that's gonna be the title of today's episode too. AI's <laughs> taking over the world and you're all gonna die. <laughs> Maybe we could do a follow-up episode on how AI is gonna kill us. <laughs> right? Talk about clickbait, dude. right? <laughs> Brandon, thanks for thanks for coming in and blowing another episode yes. up for us. Thank you. I hope I you, there was a lot of pressure after you told me that in the beginning here. So I hope yeah. I hope people right. enjoy this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you answered the call. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. We we'll do more. It. We'll do another one. Definitely. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, text us 402-403-9478 or it's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Media Production.